1: Megan and Tierney and Guest will make three. damn Army Mash minute.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Mash Minute, where we analyze the 1970 Robert Altman film One Minute at a Time. I'm Megan Coleman. I'm Tierney
1: Steele.
2: And I'm Jim O'Kane, Uh your your guest, who's who's somewhat distracted, but uh, you know here I am in the presence of the two lovely ladies who know a lot more about this movie than I do, and I and I love this movie, and I
1: also you're getting to watch Mash. so yes, it yes. happens. It's, you get it's to watch. You,
2: you can't. Yeah, you're like. Oh look at that! You start looking at all the little pieces and things, and you, it's just beautiful. There's some somewhere on a on a set in the now destroyed uh, Fox Studios, yep. and it's just and it's being it's being to uh, the cinematography is by a guy who used to do Adventures of Superman, which has ruined this forever for me now. <laughs> oh no! <right. laughs> I'm just I'm waiting for Jimmy Olsen to show up and Inspector Henderson, you know. It's just, or
1: made better. Now I will say <laughs> so. Jim was one of the co-hosts of Airport Minute, he mentioned last time. And so I'm going to drop a little teaser before I describe this minute. We have an airport connection between MASH and your film. Uh, So this is Minute 82, which starts with a female soldier barring Hawkeye and Trapper from the hospital. And it ends with Trapper monologuing menacingly to nurse Captain Peterson.
2: Yes. So Uh.
1: when Marion Peterson... eh, Eh, bars the doors. That's the actress's name. But she says, you can't go in until I call Captain Peterson, Till I get the okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who are you men? Your answer does not tell me anything. <laughs> she physically bars them from entering, but not for long. Oh, trapper! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he even mentions uh, it's not in the uh, it's it's not in the subtitles. I noticed on this particular minute, but uh, uh, Donald Sutherland is is yelling at Elliot Gould. No, uh, Audie Murphy, who was uh, of course the Audie Murphy was the most decorated soldier of World War II. <laughs> and then <laughs> he mentions that he's won two pur- Purple Hearts. So yeah, it's like, I was going to say that makes
1: yeah. sense, and I love how calm hawkeye is through all this he's just like yep this is happening this is the thing that happens i had never listened to any of the actual words being said in this this is a very physical scene mm. trapper's lines according to the subtitles i mean the beginning part if the soldier wants to enforce her own orders i'm gonna take her on single-handedly <laughs> i'm gonna ravage your body lady i have not seen such a pretty lady and i'm gonna swallow it and chew it yeah. Wow. <laughs> Are
0: you someone over.
1: Not really. I i mean, I know he's just yelling things to yell things, but whoo. <laughs> uh,
2: and uh, I do like the extra standing in the corner with them or sitting in the corner with the massive head bandage watching this go, go by. <laughs> I'm probably thinking to myself, yeah, this is probably all part of my head damage. Um.
1: Oh my <laughs> yes, I love that in-universe. I that because I was thinking how funny it must have been to be an extra in this movie, yeah, just sit you, in the it, corner with your bandages, being like, "These guys are nuts! Like, what's do, going doing, on?"
2: Doing thirty <laughs> takes of it, <laughs> Rolling through. I, I do have a, a, a I do have a question about uh, uniforms. Is it, for the uh, the whack uniform? Is it typical to wear one's hat at a jaunty angle?
0: I was wondering that too. Because it looks good on her, but I don't...
2: Yeah, she's really... I mean, she's really rocking that hat, but it's just... I don't know how regulation that is.
1: Now, the jaunty angle was encouraged. Maybe not, like, during review, but... Because
0: every picture I can find on the internet, they're all... The hats are all on straight. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm looking at,
1: uh... Yeah, but I'm looking at the National World War II Museum. and It's great it's on a mannequin, but...
2: Do they
0: have it kind of tipped?
1: It's a little tipped forward. Mm, I don't know. I'm looking I don't know at if uh it's jaunty. It's hard to tell.
2: I'm looking at like uh, period pictures of them, and they all seem to be rather square on. Okay. But uh, hard to say.
1: Well, here's the thing: we're looking at pictures of people who actually had duties to perform. It's hard to get a hat to stay at a jaunty angle. That yes. is true. But if you are an actress who has a hair and makeup department helping you. And your job is to stand and then run through and deliver your lines. That's a little different.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and the uh, one thing about this this particular Altman movie is that there is <laughs> there there is no headway being made in uh, realism of uh, of hair of hairstyles or that kind of accoutrement. <laughs> Nobody in the fifties had hair like like Gould and, uh and Sutherland.
1: No. Yeah. It, 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 and this is not. You know the angle her hats at is what like the girl does to tease her boyfriend you know like that's not how you wear your normal uniform on a normal day at the desk
2: yeah yeah it's um, it's very peculiar and Sutherland I mean, the year before Sutherland was uh, in Kelly's heroes right and, and he had any he had even longer hair Ooh. and that was set in the 40s <laughs> so he's just he's actually being more demure in this film than any Anything
1: else? Anytime Donald Zolan takes off his hat, Megan has a heart attack. <laughs> I'm like, this is so weird.
0: Like he always, always has a hat on, or you know, like a what do you call that? The cap in the in surgery.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. He's either got a forage cap on, or he's wearing a yeah, you know, surgical uh, yeah, that's it, surgical, surgical. headgear. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or his bucket hat. <laughs> or his bucket hat. Yeah. usually. bringing back the hat. '90s trends. There yeah. you go. <laughs> But yes, them yelling at each other as he advances, brandishing the umbrella. It's really well done. I feel bad that they had to do so many takes of it, supposedly, but I think it was well worth it. I think what they got was really good. And having Elliot Gould advance on the camera like that is just gorgeous.
2: (laughs) Yeah, again, as I said uh, yesterday, the, uh, the whole idea that they're indoors and it's moving back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's you know just another another day. They're not they're not moving the camera left and right. You're just in and out and in and out. And the only the, you know, the shots are very static. They don't move the camera around. And uh, now I'm gonna have to go watch the entire Adventures of Superman series and see how they <laughs> handle the camera in that. Um, not that it's a uh, it's the wrong way of doing it. It's just very. It's very peculiar. And they're doing it... Well, it is daytime, so I, I have to give them... There's probably skylights in this in this ancient uh, Japanese hospital building. But it's doing something that was, to me, was the, the most annoying part of the 80s. If you ever watched... I call this the 30-something syndrome. If you ever watched the television show 30-something, no matter what building you were in, no matter what was going on, the interior lights were never on. And we're seeing that here. We're seeing the light overhead. None of those lights in the... You know, in the infirmary are on, but they're, you know, the whole scene is being lit from apparently skylights above uh, the lamps. Yikes. And uh, this could be the proto, the, the seed of what was going to follow in the 80s with all these, if you watch, and I'm sorry if I'm wrecking all these shows for you, but if you watch shows like Law, Law and Order, where or CSI, well, CSI has less of it because sometimes they have neon lights, but there's <laughs> so many scenes, indoor scenes, especially in Law and Order, there are all these buildings and you know anybody who's worked in an office knows that the you know you've got wall to wall ceiling lights that are either fluorescent tubes or LEDs nowadays, but they're never on. All the you know the courtrooms in there they're all seem to be naturally lit with gigantic ceiling windows. And uh, here it is again in this in this film, just just wrecking it for me. But that's <laughs> that's me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought it up.
1: It's okay. I was trying to see if I could figure out who would have been responsible for this i guess i know leon erickson gets a lot of credit for the look of mash when they're talking about things but i don't see who would have been in charge of this lighting i was too busy looking up to make sure that i had the right name if anyone is looking for camera work today (laughs) uh someone i went to high school with yvonne chu married another cinematographer, also George. And I'm guessing it's pronounced foot. It's F-E-U-C-H-T. And I've never met him in person. So I don't know (laughs) because he was never introduced to me. But they are both cinematographer or camera people or whatever the terminology is that is used these days out in L.A. And they've done some pretty cool stuff. And she's done some shots. You know, there was something where it was like, ah, that was a really cool shot. And she's like, that was me <laughs> just so proud of like the fact that I was like yeah this really cool movement and she's like oh yeah but yeah she posts pictures of like her camera equipment behind the scenes and stuff and getting ready and setting things up and I'm just like ah oh, it's so pretty also it looks huge so yeah anytime there's a scene like this where people are literally running and advancing and everything I just think like God setting up those sight lines must have been. <laughs> mess. And then uh yeah, yeah, she runs, she like ducks around them back to her desk and keeps going and calls. I do love that I have scene changes, presumably toward six. <laughs> 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 like I wasn't gonna give them quite the credit of well, they did say this is where he would be, so I'm guessing they just wandered over there. It's so funny to go from all that yelling to the quiet. Yeah. Where, uh, we get to meet Captain Peterson, and I like that there's basically an introduction to her. Yeah. <laughs> like, just in case you weren't sure.
2: <laughs> Did we get a, a an ID on the lieutenant following her? The uh, the other nurse? I don't know who All she right. is.
1: So I was going to save that for the next minute. Oh,
2: okay. Oh, okay. Because... Well, yeah, because she has the line then, yeah. 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 She gets yeah. the punchline.
1: We'll get there. We'll get there. She's amazing, but she is standing behind Kathleen Cordell, and that's the only person I can see. (laughs) Because she does not seem to have many big roles, but she was in some very impressive stuff. And if you look up, it's Kathleen with a C, Cordell, C-O-R-D-E-L-L. Her IMDb headshot is fabulous. Is it?
2: Yes, it is. I agree. Loves
1: yes. double string of pearls, and a fashionable that hat. <laughs> arrow, that
2: arrow, that down arrow.
1: Oh, yes. So this woman is not messing around. I love her already. I think this is the only thing I've seen her in. Although she was in an episode of Facts of Life, so it's entirely possible. And she was in an episode oh. of Trapper John M.D., so I will Dang. be seeing wow. her eventually in like a million years. But she was in the Gong Show movie, which someone else was, because I remember that title.
2: I did not know there was a Gong Show movie. Wow. Oh.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it was impressive. I'm just saying. Yeah. And Marcus Welby, MD, has come up before. So it's one of those things where I'm going through and I'm like, yeah, she's recognize a, she's a, these titles. A guest,
2: a guest in a million of them. She has that kind of a Catherine Mulgrew, uh, Catherine Hepburn look to her.
1: Mm. Yeah. She was in Dragnet, She was in Adam 12. And then... After she was busy being in MASH and Adam-12, she was in a little film called Airport as Mrs. William Donovan.
2: Yeah, she was one of the one of the many passengers. It's, it's a shame she was uh, I wonder if she was a contract player for Universal because a lot of the Universal contract players wound up <laughs> as passengers. One of the, <laughs> one of the most famous and, and sadly you know, she had to fulfill her contract, but uh, Pat Priest sat directly behind Helen Hayes in the movie Airport and Pat Priest uh, of course played Marilyn Munster on The Munsters. So she like, you know, her show got canceled and it's like, okay, honey, you're going to be an extra in this movie. You get to sit down and listen to uh, Helen Hayes get all the good lines with uh, Whit Bissell and uh, Jacqueline Bisset. Hmm. One thing I learned from this minute, and I never knew this before, is that the uh, army rank for nurses is displayed on their little paper hats. If you notice, Captain Peterson has two oh, bars on her yeah. uh, on her paper Ooh, hat, and the yeah. lieutenant behind her is one bar. <laughs> I was like, wow. So, uh, so you know who to wow. salute when they're coming down the hallway by looking at their hats.
1: Oh, my goodness. See, yeah. my... My aunt was an, is a nurse and became a nurse when they still would have the little paper hat. Oh, cool. On their outfit, on their ceremony. It wasn't an everyday thing, but for the, you know, ceremonies and their pictures and everything. And so anytime I see that look, I'm just instantly happy. And so (laughs) being in the army, it's even better.
2: You get your, your rank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, I've never seen one. Uh, maybe, you, maybe you've seen one. But what does the paper hat the, the paper hat look like when it's unfolded before you fold it up and put it on your head? Is it a square? Is it a circle? Is it a an oh. oddly shaped triangle?
1: Oh. A fan? It's, it's a square. And I used to know how to do this, but I'm completely blanking on the process because the. The thing she loves is she teaches now, and so she always like teaches her students how to make how to little, make a
2: paper hat, oh, how to cool. make a little
1: paper nurse's hat. Just for, oh. and like they think it's hilarious. Like yeah. she's talking about something <laughs> from the dark ages, and she's like, "Guys, I
2: wore one of these things. What's wrong I, with you
1: people?" I, I did.
2: I mean, I can I can make if I had a newspaper, I can make a pirate hat, but that's it's,
1: it. it. it's kind of the same idea, okay. yeah, <laughs> just a different folding. Oh, cool.
2: Now I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to look. I'm sure there's a there's a YouTube video on oh how to there's like four cap. that
0: pop up when you Google oh.
1: <laughs> okay it does start with a square or at least something akin to that right so it's
2: origami like, the then thing yeah. Thing. Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah 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 <laughs> it's just origami
2: wow. you just need
0: one sheet of plain white copy paper
1: <laughs> okay oh, so really? rectangle that's yeah <laughs> oh
2: okay wow and then you draw a line on it if you're a lieutenant and you draw two lines on it if you're <laughs> yeah. Gadget. Wow. oh
1: megan you
0: know wow. i know what we're gonna wear <laughs> no i i have a vintage like late that's nurse 50s. megan to you
2: missy yeah, yeah. that's right because i have
0: a vintage <laughs> and i wore it to halloween a couple of years ago mm-hmm. i have a vintage late 50s early 60s nurses outfit and oh. then i have a i have like a hat mm-hmm. that goes with it and
2: oh, wow. oh yeah oh yeah
0: Yeah, for when I went bar hopping in Worcester, Mass, because that's, you know, that was classy. But, you know, it worked. It was Halloween. Whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. Hit up St. Vincent's over there and say, hey, come on, I'm (laughs) being (laughs) a nurse. Drug people
0: love nurses, by the way. uh, Oh, nurse. (laughs) I was like, I get it. Uh, (laughs) I get it.
1: See, I had a lot of fun one year when I was about to leave for library school and my cousin was in nursing school and so we basically just switched clothes for the day for halloween (laughs) but it's so funny because we went out to a bar and like there were so many sexy librarians and so many sexy nurses and at one point a sexy nurse in her stilettos fell off a chair and i'm sitting there in my sneakers and my cousin's scrubs just being like we made the right decision i love this day (laughs) and she's just wearing like a cardigan and regular black pants and she's like This was a good idea. I like this. Let's go get another drink.
2: (laughs) I'm looking at the lieutenant and I'm Mm -hmm. wondering, can that all be held on with one bobby pin? Or how many bobby pins would you say that you need to glue that to your head?
0: Oh, I'd say three.
2: I think, think I had
0: a lot more than that, but I also have really thin hair that doesn't like to
1: hold on to. Yeah, anything. yeah. Well, these yeah. two have
2: like three cans of Aquanet dumped into their. Oh, right. so, at
1: least. It. Yeah, they they're rocking the all net, and they also do this, you know, every day. You'd get better yeah. at it as time oh, went yeah. on. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that yeah, that hair, that hair. If you touch one part of it, the whole rest of it would move along with it. <laughs> it <know>?
1: would.
0: <laughs>
1: it totally would.
0: Yeah,
2: they might even have on skull caps and wigs. It's... <laughs> It's the hat and everything is attached to the wig, and they just pull, it, pull the hair on. Um, I
1: mean, it'd be uh, quicker in the morning.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pop it in.
1: So we hear from Sergeant Peterson that they are not going to be allowed to do anything with this patient until Colonel Merrill gets back, and he's out to lunch. She doesn't say it like that, but...
2: <laughs> and he's even got a more boss mustache than you, L.A. Gold. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: Elliot Gold has a fantastic mustache, but it's not a boss mustache. We're gonna see that soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that's he needs a, a dead caterpillar. I mean, that's it's gone. <laughs> I was just wondering how you know how hard it was for him to sh- shave himself so that he had that permanent five o'clock shadow in between the the, the mustache and the beard. You know, it's like you have to do that, but it's like you have to set like one of those wall shaver things. You just have to set it to like number eight and just run it around your face where you're not. Where you're not, sh- you know, shaving off the mustache just to keep the length right through the whole movie, but not, you know, not let it grow in too far. Continuity must have been a nightmare.
1: I know. Did they even bother employing a continuity uh, Eddie, expert on Altman uh, films? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> God,
2: it's bizarre. It's uh, um. Any ideas on the uh, Japanese inscriptions on the? On I've the back been wall?
0: wondering that because I wish I do Japanese to know if it like actually makes sense.
2: I see a plus that means 10. So somewhere in the middle, it says oh. 10. Or it could also mean something else if you're combining it with something else.
1: You know, I, know. I, I I wish... I didn't, but I wish I had. And I will send and see if we can get an answer on that. Because I know someone who has one of those translating things on their phone where you hold it up and it translates oh, like if,
0: through your you phone. It, yeah, if you get it clear enough, maybe. Because, you know, there's that whole like when Japanese people sometimes put things in English, and it makes, like, no sense, and they call it English.
2: Yeah. I mm-hmm. wonder it, it, if it's it, it, actual yeah. Japanese, or if it's, yeah, like... Yeah, it, it, it could say hot teriyaki beef with exactly. peppers. Exactly,
0: Because that's not the only time we see that Japanese writing in the hospital, either, so...
2: Yeah, it could be the equivalent of what they were saying, I do of course...
0: Yeah, because we saw it it was like on the wall (laughs) when they first came into the hospital and then...
1: Well, and I like the idea that this wasn't originally a hospital. It's been adapted.
0: Yeah. And it was an older
1: building. Mm. A hotel
2: or a school or something. Because
1: to be fair, I've never been to Japan. Maybe this is what their hospitals would look like. But this strikes me as a building that was adapted for this purpose. I don't... Just the doors and the walls and, you know, they added a couple lab signs and off they go. Although those lighting fixtures...
2: Yeah, those those lighting fixtures seem ancient, but I mean, considering that uh, Tokyo had been firebombed several times during the you know during World War II, and this is only seven years after, it's I guess it had time to reclaim everything, but it it doesn't it, it shouldn't look that old, I would think, unless it's one, yeah. You know, it's just oh, some I wonder prefer.
1: what Kokura, because they're in Kokura, Japan, which we mentioned when they first met when they first referenced it came really, really close to being one of the first uses of a nuclear weapon in history, oh. but did not. And so I wonder if it had the... Tra- I'm assuming there was some of the traditional bombing, which was still pretty dang bad. Because <laughs> it was a major city, so I don't oh, know. I thought it pretty,
2: it's pretty far from, ok- uh, from Yokohama. Yeah, it's way down south.
1: Yeah, it's right across from... Um, it's right
2: across from Busan. Korea. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Which is now Busan. I always I have to like think of which way it went when they changed how they is it called romanizing yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. town names because I like I grew up watching Mash but one of my college roommates was a um was Korean she was adopted from Korea when she was a kid so like she didn't have any history with the with the but like and I've had other friends that were descended from Koreans and it's just like maybe I should try and be a little sensitive to the fact that like. I watch this show that's about a horrible time in your country's history. Like, I try not to be a jerk but. in my Americanness. <laughs> this is a really cool looking building. Like, I don't know if this was a building that already existed on the back lot that they dressed up. Or if they built these walls for this. But I'm just, I'm really in love with it and the way they keep moving through things. And the way, even just the way... Nurse Peterson, like, Captain Peterson, like, looms when she first comes in, even though she's shorter than everyone else. Well, I guess other than the junior nurse. Mm. But, like, she's so much shorter than the two men, and yet she's completely in charge in the scene. Oh, no, Megan. What? I'm gonna mention in a future episode that we already recorded that so-and-so must be at the NEHWH because she's an uncredited Japanese nurse there's a japanese nurse in the background of the scene oh Ah.
0: crap
1: Uh, oh so it might not be her over i don't know
2: okay i'm reading reading more about the history of kakuro that is that building is that building is logical that it that it would be old because um the three targets nagasaki hiroshima and uh uh kukuru it uh they were all chosen because they had been relatively undamaged during world war ii so all these buildings can be old because nobody was bombing them at the time
0: how kind of us yay yeah
2: and it was not only once but twice it was the it was the uh alternate for like if, if hiroshima was cloudy they would bomb kukura and then if uh, nagasaki it was actually the primary target for the Nagasaki Fat Man bomb, but on the morning of the raid, the city was obscured by clouds because the uh, city of the nearby city of Yahada had been firebombed the day before. So there was too many, there was too much smoke to see what was going on. So um, uh, the, the mission commander had decided to uh, he was he was told to drop the bombs visually and not by radar. He flew over the town and dro- bombed uh, Nagasaki instead. So I'm sure they don't
1: feel like the luckiest town in the world, but no, they kind of are. <laughs> but twice, yeah, yeah.
2: So that's why they have old buildings in Kakura. So all this is this is an you know, maybe I don't know if Robert Altman bothered with that history, but it, this all makes sense now.
1: Yeah. Well I feel better. He did originally yeah. want to go film in Japan, so he might wow. have tried to look something up to make a little bit of a sales pitch. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Fox put the kibosh on that real quickly. They were yeah, like, a... look, just be happier at the ranch. <laughs> yeah. And that was that was enough for him, so that's good. I love the way she storms in, but that's probably my bias of having had nurses in my family. <laughs> <laughs> On both sides, actually. For a while, it was a joke like, you're a nurse or a librarian if you don't like the sight of blood. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. She has the cheekbones of Catherine Hepburn. Goodness oh, yeah. gracious. Goodness. I love Hannah. it.
2: Uh, And and the posture. Like as I was talking about yesterday, the posture is fantastic. It's just so admirable to stand like that. It's
1: sad to know your mother would have hated me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. No, she would have told you to stand up straight. She would have have put a stick. She would have had you lean against the wall and uh, hold a stick against the wall with your back.
1: Ah.
0: If
2: you do that, you'll just have nice straight posture. My mom at... uh, my mom is in a wheelchair right at the moment. But when she was standing at the age of ninety-two, she would lean up against the she would lean up against the wall, and you could, you couldn't put your hand behind her back. She was very very straight up against the wall. Always press for posture. <laughs> um, of course, as I'm saying this, I have to I now have to sit up straight, thinking my like, Yeah. See, <laughs> I can feel. do it. I just
1: yeah. yeah. If I was up against a wall,
2: I <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you know, it's good for you. It's just the problem is you don't think about being think, being good for you.
1: I remember the first time I watched the scene of A League of Their Own when they get sent to charm school and I'm like, you know, that probably wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world if I had learned how to do that. Um, But yes, they storm up. We get another We Are the Pros from Dover. I just assumed that was a common phrase that I just didn't know the reference to because I was a kid when I watched this. Ah. It's a .A mash thing. He says, "Look, mother, and I'm um, back to being over Trapper." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not respect this woman? Uh, well, she's being Margaret Holahan without the yeah. sex appeal. <laughs> yeah. We figure to crack this kid's chest, get out to the golf course before dark again. I think we know Trapper is focused on the golfing more than anything else, but he does get right down to business. You know, we need the latest pictures on him. The time, yep, you know, different. he's.
2: They want they want the anesthesiologist in there to get him premedicated so that they don't have to wait. He's yeah. already out when they when they get there.
1: Yeah. So uh. this is this is both incredibly disrespectful and completely understandable because they're yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I do like I do like the lieutenant that she uh you don't know where she's going with this, but you have the feeling that she has a history with the captain and she knows that she doesn't don't pull out a notepad. Just remember everything that's going on. She's (laughs) like the, the human recorder there. She has, she's absolutely expressionless about what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, the captain Peterson is, is affronted by the fact that these two hoodlums have come into her, into her own uh, personal infirmary, but uh, they're, you know, they're establishing dominance over who's doing what. (laughs) And, uh, I think the lieutenant's been through a lot before. She seems to be like, oh, "Here we go again with another power play between the doctor and the head nurse." And uh, I'm just gonna pay attention and remember what's going on.
1: Yeah, she has no reaction to the fact that this man is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. The five o'clock—that's th- not even a five o'clock shadow. That's a nine o'clock shadow. That's
2: that's yes, the following Wednesday. The cybers, <laughs> the
1: mustache, and we've yeah. got some chest hair going.
2: Yeah, and he's working on a unibrow too, so yeah. it's just all, everywhere. And yet she yeah.
1: stays completely like doesn't have a react just neutral face like she's not the last time we saw John, we said it was kind of weird how he didn't have any reaction to anything he just was like staring straight ahead now he was going through something that obviously she is not but she is following this conversation paying attention you can see like her face is like she you can tell she's listening but she's neutral the whole time
2: when did trapper john put on a stethoscope
1: Oh, was he listening to the guy's heart when
2: well, he came Well, he was, he, I, apparently it was in the, it, it was while uh, the uh, whack at the front desk was calling Captain Peterson because when yeah. he's fighting with the uh, umbrella, he doesn't have on a stethoscope. Right.
1: No, but and that I thought makes it was only... sense because it looks to me like they've been in this room for a couple minutes, you know, like they didn't, yeah. they didn't just walk into the room and she walks in behind them. Like it takes her a minute to get over to this ward.
2: Okay, so this that has that has happened, but yeah, I just was wondering where he grabbed the stethoscope <laughs> from.
0: Someplace in the room? Question mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, or he yeah. had it with him, and he's been in there just long enough to put it on, and
2: yeah, because he, and I guess he he's like, travels everywhere.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching Donald Sutherland's body language since <laughs> I have it on silent, and it's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) Just leaning against the... That's the one thing. So I mentioned I have nurses in my family on both sides. I cannot stand these old hospital beds. Uh, They give me the willies, like the hairs on the back of my neck. Any old hospital stuff just gives me the heebie-jeebies. So, but Hawkeye looks very comfortable leaning against the beds. Yeah.
0: (laughs)
2: Uh, I just remember how heavy they are. To, like those side rail, the side rails that have a little. They look like a like a jigsaw puzzle. Oh and yeah. You, and you have to put those big heavy iron rails in to hold them up. They weigh t- We used to. I I used to work at a at a scout camp, and somebody donated a bunch of these old beds, no mattresses, but just the bed frames. And having to put them together in the springtime for summer camp, uh, I just rem- it was like it was like John Henry picking up uh you know railroad railroad rails. <laughs> <laughs> They were not going anywhere. And if you drop one on your foot, that was the end of your, you know, your big toe for six Ooh. months. Uh, so, yes, I'm I'm with you on that, Tierney. <laughs> <laughs> they fill me with foreboding.
1: I never had to put one together, but we had them in our camp infirmary, and they were so oh. freaking heavy.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they will survive 60-mile-an-hour uh, winds. You can, <laughs> you can sleep outdoors, and your bed will not fly away. <laughs>
1: So, and that gets us to the menacing monologue. I had forgotten I wrote the note that way and I love it because she comes in, you know, calls them, hoodlums. she is in charge. She is Captain Peterson. (laughs) And Hawkeye, or Trapper is just like, no, I'm in charge here. (laughs) Which to be fair, they established before they even left MASH that they held all the cards in this situation.
2: Yeah. They're, they're the pros for it over.
1: <laughs> All expenses, paid golfing trip to Japan with a little surgery on the side.
2: Why don't they have a cardiologist in Japan? I, I didn't well, understand Well, so they the...
1: do, but the congressman heard from his friend in Boston from a doctor that there that was a real oh, hotshot yes, that, that Trapper is right, yes. the only man. Well, they call him Trapper, obviously, but yeah. McIntyre is the only man for the job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't that have been a tip-off that this kid wasn't in as bad shape as they were worried about? <laughs> that they were able to fly out to Korea and yeah, back like there to was enough him? time to just yeah. Shouldn't that have kind of been a hint that maybe this wasn't the major surgery that everyone was acting like it would be?
0: Right, because he seems like he's otherwise a healthy individual, so. There's no weird complications.
1: I mean, he's gonna have chest surgery. It's not nothing. Right, but right. as Hawkeye no, but pointed out when they were looking at the X-rays, this
0: yeah, R H I P.
2: Wow. Well, it is a good minute though. This is a this is a very pleasant minute.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting minute. It's got a lot going on in it, and of course. It's going to continue into the next minute when we will get our fabulous punchline. Yeah. And another <laughs> gong, I think.
2: Probably. Yeah,
1: yeah. Statistically, yes. apparently, all the gongs have been waiting, hiding out in this hospital for us to get here. <laughs> I like your idea, though, that they're going to take the place of the loudspeaker. Well, yeah, because there's, you know. Sure, the nurse had a P. I'm sure the hospital had a PA system. I mean, I'm fine. sure they did,
0: but things we'll just overlook so other things make sense right
1: oh you know i was joking that we have a recommendation almost every minute of something that you think has nothing to do with mash but somehow it's come up organically i got one but i don't want to i don't want to say it's a recommendation since i actively discouraged the these dvds from coming into our house but the show children's hospital oh dear, oh, dear. <laughs> from adult swim yep <laughs> has a very MASH-influenced loudspeaker announcement. In fact, they said they got the idea from MASH. It is based on the TV show. I do love a lot of the people involved in that show, and I do appreciate a good tip of the hat to MASH. So I guess that is my recommendation. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so ashamed. (laughs) It's on your shoulders. It's okay. Yeah, it, it
2: If
0: you go kind to mashminute.com, mash we will
1: not have links to it, but I'm sure you can find it. <laughs> but yes, we are at mashminute.com, and we have a Facebook group called the Mash Minute Post Up Listeners Ward, where we put all sorts of mash information, sharing back and forth, and you know, hopefully I will be able to find and save, because of course IMDb doesn't let me save it from the app, this beautiful headshot of Kathleen Cordell, oh, yeah. because... Yeah, it's,
2: she's a knockout in that. It's, yeah, can you imagine the stories she must have? <sighs> I always just sometimes you see people and you're like, oh, she's got a lot of stories going way back when. <laughs> I always think about that with Agnes Moorhead Always hits me as the number one person I would have loved to have interviewed because I have a feeling that Agnes Moorhead knew everything about everybody. I mean, she was in Citizen Kane. She was, uh, she was Elizabeth Montgomery's mom on Bewitched and everything <gasps> oh. in between. She had so many. She was so cool. She was just. Such an awesome gal. Uh, yeah. That would be my you know, if you want to pull somebody out of IMDB that you want to chat with, I would I would pick Agnes Moorhead. But I'm sure I'm sure Captain Peterson here has everyone. <laughs> Just looking at that hat that she's got on, you know she was she was a pistol. Oh she yeah. was something.
1: I have a translation. <gasps> Do you? Just in time for the end of the episode. Can you believe oh, right. that? Fabulous. So Chris. Couldn't get the translator work. He put it out to a Reddit translation forum. So Matagui, M A T A G U I on Reddit, and it makes sense. Lights out at 10 p.m. every night.
2: It was a ten. Uh, I was, it right. was a ten. Oh Egg wow! And that okay.
1: makes sense. Where like that all checks out. So thank you. Yeah. Yay! To the train uh, of people that helped us translate that.
2: Very nice. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And the lights are already out. So hooray! It's a movie- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Okay. Mystery solved within an episode. Hooray! With- that's a that's a new record.
1: Within an episode, it's a movies by minutes miracle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> Wow. Awesome. That was beautiful.
2: Uh, that's a, a, a chef's kiss of a. Of <laughs> oh. <ending. laughs>
1: well, we'll put a little tiny cap of it because the other movies by Minutes Miracle that get cited every time was your magical third co host on Rocketeer Minute. <laughs>
0: oh.
2: <laughs> That was, yeah, that was, that was completely odd. I, I never expecting that to happen. So maybe, uh, maybe Donald Sutherland will drop in out of the sky before the show's over. You gotta, have you reached out to any of the principals?
1: You know, we haven't.
2: They haven't said no yet. That's true.
1: I have very briefly in a group met Elliot Gould and it was MASH related. So, hmm. they
2: they haven't said no. Yeah. They haven't said no. So get in there. You you know, you got a couple more minutes to go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, even Tom Skerritt you know anybody out there just grab somebody <laughs> Bobby Troop has slipped this mortal coil but there's a bunch of other people <laughs> yeah that, if we get
1: know. Bobby Troop on the on the podcast something really weird has yeah. happened <laughs> <Yes>. so <laughs> like what that's yeah, the
2: power of that magic ring <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah do do reach out that's that's the only thing i recommend to other hosts is you haven't given them a chance to say no yet so you've always got that opportunity and it's always interesting to hear even from the you know the second tier people if you can Mm -hmm. get any of them to come in and chat it's You'll, you'll hear things that you never you never see maybe nobody's ever talked to them about it in, in you know in years and years so we have the fellow from uh the uh, the guy from savak the michael zand from uh, mm-hmm. the incident of the night minute nobody he, i asked him if you know how, how often does he get asked about the movie and he said you're the first people <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> i wanted to give him a hug i felt so oh. bad <laughs> oh so but it was yeah it, it's you got to remember that everybody's favorite topic is themselves so if you give these people a chance to talk about themselves they love it actors have a very you know <laughs> they they have a very hungry ego so if you give them a chance to feed that hungry ego go on amazon and send them a 20 dollar um headset and they're your buddy for life <laughs> so it's you know and we didn't even have to that was a nice thing about billy campbell we didn't even have to he had his own headset so we didn't have to get him anything he just just wanted to be on and talk about stuff so wow it's a uh, yeah. It's it's a thrill.
1: I hope that's uh, on his CV.
2: <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, but all the uh, acting
1: listings, all you know, skills, languages, danceability. Has own headset.
2: <laughs> <That's one> headset. <laughs> has own headset. Can we'll podcast for food? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh,
1: uh, I can't have Billy Campbell stealing my gig. <laughs>
2: no, no, no. Je- uh, Jennifer Connelly hasn't said no yet either. We haven't heard from her, but uh, so we're still still holding out hope. Oh, that's and, uh, beautiful. and nothing from yeah. So someday, but yeah, no. I, I all the best in, in future endeavors. So try try just reach out. Let let them say no if you can get. <laughs> and if you if you do get them to say no, make sure they're doing it while you're recording it.
1: <laughs> now appearing I'm game, on this ship. episode.
2: No, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no.
1: Oh well, we hope you won't say no to coming back tomorrow for more mash.
2: <laughs> I would love to. So I will definitely come back and see y'all tomorrow. That would
1: be wonderful. Excellent. Sounds good. Oh. <sighs>